0: So today on the Science and Spirituality podcast, we have another guest and her name is Rachel Angelo. She is an intuitive healing coach. And this is honestly a really special episode to me. It's not just a guest sharing her expertise, but it's actually a dear friend and colleague of mine. And she has been working for my coaching business for now the last two years, almost two years now, uh, but also had coached with me for years before that. And so um, we've had a journey together, and, sh- and Rachel shares a bit about that in this episode. But we also talk about a really important topic that is is close to our hearts, and that is about how we can deprogram ourselves, how we can really go beyond our patterns to really live more in an authentic way and just being who we're really meant to be in this lifetime. So it has a lot to do with healing, which is a little hint into what we're going to be diving into. But um, also and how you can just show up more authentically as yourself. So Rachel's brilliant at this and just shares incredible stories and just good examples that is what she's worked on in her own life over the last eight years, uh, probably even beyond that, but definitely in the last eight years. So I um, hope you enjoy this, get a lot out of it. And at the end, stick around to the end because we have a special invite for you if you want to work through these kinds of things that we talk about on this, this episode about healing about connecting more with your authentic self. So uh, it's a free invite, by the way. Um, So listen to the end and uh, we'll see you soon. See you in the the episode. Welcome to the Science and Spirituality podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton, and we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. Welcome back to the science and spirituality podcast and today we have a special guest. We've talked about her in the last couple of episodes, but finally we have her on the podcast. Her name is Rachel Angelo and she's an intuitive healing coach and we'll be getting more into that and because that's really the whole topic of today of what we're going to be talking about, but welcome to the officially to the podcast, Rachel.
1: Thanks, Kevin. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which um, I know this is gonna well you're gonna be sharing this probably as part of your story, but I want to actually first start off by saying that Rachel is like an OG for our podcast because so Rachel a little bit behind the scenes Rachel has been working with me in my business the last two years two and a half almost three now
1: almost three yeah
0: something like that at least two years but um, it's been more behind the scenes work and you've honestly like done so much on the podcast in terms of like the description writing and editing the podcast so. It's nice to have you on the forefront today. So
1: yeah, it's really exciting to be here today.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So go ahead and share just like your story of like where I mean I know it goes farther back, but um, obviously we've worked together now for three four years. But yeah, just share your story of like how you got to where you are today.
1: Oh, so I mean, I guess my my journey really started almost eight years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it really started with. At 26 years old, I found myself officially separated from my, my now ex-husband and having a two-year-old and kind of not knowing what I was doing with my life. (laughs) So, um, I spent most of my twenties taking myself probably way too seriously for me back then. Um, but it, it was very interesting to spend so much time being, um, I guess really just like in this very uh, matured, fast paced state for me Um, at 18 I had met my ex 21 I was engaged we were moving into an apartment together by 22 I was buying a house with him Uh, 23 I got married found out I was having a baby 24 I had my son and by 26 I was officially uh, separated so to say like you know while my friends were out at college and you know having fun partying, you know, um, I was in a very different place. And at 26, it was very interesting to be in this place of starting over again. And if I'm being honest, I was really, really lost at the time because I had spent most of my life making decisions based off of everybody else and what worked for them. So I was in this really interesting place of what do I do now? um, And where do I go from here? And I pretty much kind of like left everything. I was working in corporate America at the time and I left that behind, um, sold my house and I started working in, it was a restaurant and movie theater. I'm pretty sure everyone probably thought I was crazy at the time, but um, it worked for me because uh, I was finding solace in creativity. I really loved writing, um, but I hadn't like, come out with my writing yet I was just doing it at home so and I loved movies so the escapism felt really fun for me and it was flexible with being a single mom now at that point point. Um, and in the course of going into that restaurant business it really really like propelled me forward in a in my writing journey because I'm also a writer and in my spiritual journey so for the next couple of years it was a bit of a as the as the saying goes the best of times and the worst of times you know (laughs) so there was like a lot of self-discovery a lot of things happening but it put me on this path to um meeting a couple of incredible friends who one really brought me out with the the writing and the other one really helped me start diving into the spiritual nature and I uh, eventually began a blog with my now best friend, and uh, I began self-publishing poetry, and I interned for a small publishing house, and then eventually I started listening to all sorts of spiritual people, and I started with YouTube. Um, I eventually stumbled so so beautifully into uh, working with a modern-day shaman. And after that, I think it was probably within the year after that, that, as I was like, I finally went on Instagram, I was following all these people. I was reading all sorts of books. I found your brother on Instagram because we had like liked a lot of the same people. And then I found you. And then lo and behold, I got on one of those strategy sessions with you. And I feel like the, the rest is just this beautiful story of the amazing journey that it's been of just self-discovery and, um, really diving in. But I will say that in 2020, that's probably been the deepest dive I've had on really understanding, um, the healing side of this work,
0: mm.
1: like really deep, deep dive on healing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, tell me a bit more like what you mean by healing. Cause that, that for me is also something that has really been profound for me in the last few years. But I also know that everyone has their own definition of that and what that means. And some people actually listening might not even have any clue of what the hell that means. Like, what do you mean heal? Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you would have asked me a few years ago, I'd have been like, I have no freaking clue what healing right. means myself. Um, so interestingly enough, what actually, like when I say healing, it's really becoming, uh, we'll start with just becoming self-aware, like really self-awareness, like What is it that I'm doing? You know what I mean? Like when we look around at our current circumstances, so to speak, it's a reflection of what's happening, right? Like, what Mm. are we thinking? How are we feeling? What haven't we addressed? So healing for me has really been like, what patterns and behaviors am I repeating that really aren't serving me? And why? Like, why am I doing this? What got me here? And so in 2020, um, I ironically had like right before the pandemic hit I'd gotten into a relationship and then that kind of ended not in the not in the best way you know what I mean so I really went in and I started asking myself these really really uh like deep questions and I'm like what did what did I do here what could I do differently Mm -hmm. and at first my Mm -hmm. friends thought I was like trying to take all the blame and I said I'm not trying to take all the blame I cannot I I can only take accountability like what is it that I haven't changed that I keep attracting so to speak Mm -hmm. right or um and it really became this beautiful deep dive at that point because once i started asking myself questions like what is it that i'm doing why am i doing these things where is this coming from it propelled this whole other journey of like i really like it was beginning to when I think about what I've done in the last two years, I really applied a lot of things. I started doing medi- like meditations daily. It was really awesome because Jay Shetty was doing the live meditations during that time. and that's mm. I started with that and then I got into just like doing them on my own or Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza's because I love his meditations too. Um, and of course yours, Kevin, cause you have awesome meditations. Thanks. So, and it was like doing them regularly, but it was building mm. that consistency, you know, and, um, it was all sorts of like language, positive affirmations, forgiveness work. And as I went in and really started doing forgiveness work, I feel like everything for us comes back to our childhood, right? Right. Like it comes back to our childhood. So I was able to really start examining a lot of things from my childhood and there's been a lot of family dynamics um, in my own family with like, you know, relationships sometimes being really difficult for us. And I was like, you know what? I think it's really time for me to start healing this. Um, I grew up in a like, you know, like we, we all have our things but my family could be very, uh, an Italian and Irish household. So it could be very reactive sometimes, right? You know what I mean? The typical, like everyone like gets very fiery. Um, so it had me looking at how do I start choosing to respond or choosing not to react to situations. And, um, as I started to really do all of those things and applying, like I said, the affirmations, the meditations, forgiveness work, like doing Oh, Pono Pono practices. Um, Lisa Nichols was really talked about doing this work of, she had shifted out of, major depression by using mirror work and there was just all these techniques that i started to dive into and i was applying on a regular basis and as i did that it helped me become just self aware and self-aware of like family and ancestral things like what Mm. has my family been carrying for generation after generation you know like the sayings we hear well that's just the way it is or this is how it's always been well, it's right. always going to be that way if no one decides to address it and choose to yeah. do something different with it. So it just became this really beautiful deep dive. And in the process, I had another one of my other best friends, an amazing soul, that we would hold each other accountable every single day. Like there would be um, you know, how you can do voice text, right? Like yep. so sometimes we would have like 50 of them going back and forth in a day shifting and working through actual paradigms and limiting beliefs and yeah so it was like really quite it it really feels like a kind of like an insane whirlwind in the last couple of years but it's so beautiful and I'm just so grateful for it and it's like there was a time in my life where I would have reacted to everything and I would have given labels of this is bad or it's awful and now when things come up like you know you and I have talked about it even I'm like, it's just an opportunity. It wants right. to know the universe, God, source, and wants to teach me something here. There's, there's yeah. room for me to grow. And when you can do that, when you can like genuinely shift your perception and not just understand it conceptually, but start doing those in the moment, your whole world changes. It really mm. does. It just opens up so many new doors and so yeah. many more blessings.
0: Rachel, what, what do you think was the the beginning of that for you? Cause like you said, 2020, like, was it that relationship that really like kind of cracked you open to start really diving deeper into this or was it something else? Or was it just kind of like a, it was I'm time, meditating. like, yeah. I was
1: meditating every day. And mm. then, and then as I started really uh, like, not just conceptually understanding the principles that, right. you know, uh, like spirit, like spiritual people talk about, or anybody who's in this field talks about applying them was huge but then it was that relationship that cracked me open because Mm. for the first time in my life I have spent like since my so like since my divorce and yeah you know I've coached with you personally for many years before working with you and I remember saying to you so many times where I'm like didn't I heal from this because it was like my divorce really rocked my world like I thought Mm. this was going to be the rest of my life it's definitely not how I planned to be raising my son, you know? Um, and it's okay now. Like, what used to be my biggest shame is actually my greatest blessing. And that has nothing to do with like the relationship. It just really helped me to find myself. Like, I had mm. to lose myself to find myself. And finding myself has really been this beautiful. Back then, I would never have known how beautiful it would actually turn out to be and how grateful I'd be. Um, but it's, do you know what I did? I just lost my train of thought. You know what
0: I mean? <laughs> it happens.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so it just turned out to be this beautiful blessing. But so I spent a lot of time feeling like it was like, didn't I heal from certain things? Didn't this right. already, and you were the one who even helped me realize like, you know, I might've healed a layer of it, but there's, there's still more to go because that's right. the thing about understanding. There's always so much deeper to go. Yep. But I think that relationship was because it was the first time in all these years that I was like, I think I'm ready to finally integrate somebody into my life now. And not mm. just my life, like my son's life, like right. the people in my life. And when that didn't work out, I was like, well, hold the phone. What mm. am I doing Um shouldn't I have done like, 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 not that, you know, like those were the words at first I was like, Whoa, well, maybe I could have done this better. Maybe like, you know, some of those thoughts, but I'm like, no, it just means that you have some extra healing and growing to do to really help that be present in your life. Right. So it cracked that open, I would say.
0: Mm. Which makes sense. Like it, you were already doing, it sounds like what I'm hearing from you is like, you were you were already doing the work. Yeah, And then a certain event that really opened your eyes even further to, wow, like there are still certain patterns that I'm repeating Yes, that I, that is not serving me. And that it's like, well, what am I doing here? Then it's like, if I'm actually like doing this work, then, then something really needs to change even more, like more radically. sounds like.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. And I, I think it's, I know the world's been. The world's been very interesting for the last two years since 2020 Mm. happened. I mean, like it shifted everything for everyone. There is no way around that. And I will say I found blessings in it for myself because it finally gave me the space. Um, Because in 2020, like I even at the time, like I lost my job. I was working in the restaurant business and I was kind of feeling like here I am. Am I starting over again for a second time in life? And but instead of like feeling really sad about it, I was like, I actually felt blessed because here I started getting all this time back with my son who was mm. now at home with me. And I felt right. like I was on this perpetual rat race of a wheel. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. And because of that, I felt like I finally had the space to start becoming introspective like that by doing meditation work and just slowing down enough to be like, what am I doing? You know, yeah. like in a not in a bad way, but in this like really beautiful way. Like, what am I doing? What do I really mm. want out of life? What, what if I want these things that I'm talking about? And I think I just like I think around that time too. I think we just started doing like a little bit of work together.
0: I think so. I was like, like, yeah, you a working good, with like working the business,
1: working with the business. Yep. And then so I'm like, well, here, here's like, I love this stuff this is what I love I'm like now I have time to work with like the the spiritual principles and apply Mm. them and and be with somebody like like you Kevin who's just amazing and fantastic like I've been in environments where they haven't been enriching and I'm like well this is like expansive and I had time to write again and there's just like these things that I'm like this is really expansive so it, it was a combination of things really that I think but taking the time to gain that self-awareness, because mm. if you don't have that, if we don't really slow down enough to ask ourselves questions, how can we become aware of anything? How can we become right. aware if we have patterns, you know, or really start to do something about it, I guess you should say, because we might yep. be aware. So I think some people really are, we are aware that we might have patterns, but if we don't take that time to, I think, really get to know ourselves and then say like, okay, well, what can I do about this? Right. Right. It's giving ourselves that space,
0: right? Definitely. I think that's an important part of it, the whole process of, of changing, transforming, creating a life you love, healing, whatever. I mean, all these different things, right? It's like that we need space. But I find that, you know, when you actually used a word, a phrase that I, I found really fascinating, it's like you said, slow down. Yeah. And I think that's so necessary because if we don't slow down, if we're continually living our life at the pace that we always live it, then it's at least in my experience, it's like almost impossible to really have a grounded understanding of those patterns so that we can change them. It's like, you might be, like you said, you might have one level of level of awareness Mm -hmm. that you could see those patterns, but you're not actually in that space of power to be able to then change it. Mm -hmm. But like, so that like, we need to give ourselves space, whether that's like, and it's a combination of all these things. I think it's like Mm -hmm. meditation, Self-reflection, like journaling, having people to talk with that are, are understanding like what you're saying and can see you for who you are beyond the programming. So it's like, you're more than this. Like, <laughs> like, so like, it's all that space together to really create that, that true change that we we're always wanting.
1: Yes. And in the meantime of doing this work for the last two years, I've always had you present as a mentor. So like, mm-hmm. that's been, uh, there's so many things that you could, I could like get into. And at some points it might feel overwhelming for people if they're, if they're just beginning, you know what I right. mean? There's so many things that you can try, but it really, it, it's more like, I think back to coaching while I was still in that restaurant business. And it's like, I came and I, like, I know I showed up. I yep. know I yep. did the, the work each week, yep. you know, like I did the life work. I did all those things and I participated Mm -hmm. But like, there was a part of me that it's like, why do I feel like I'm like, what is it that I haven't, like, what haven't I done? You know what I mean? Or like feeling like, I'm like, what do I need to do still? And it wasn't until Mm. I really went in and started doing the healing because like how many times have like, you know, like, I I think I told you this only within this past year it really was with visions. I'm like, I love yep. the vision I would write out. And I'm like, of course I love this. I want this future. This is my future, right? but I wouldn't connect with it because there was still so much unresolved. And I'm going to use the word trauma because hmm. we we all experience trauma. I mean, really just the process of how we physically come into this world is It is trauma, but you know, it's beautiful. It's all beautiful, but it is a traumatic experience even for like a mom and a and a and a child. So there's so many things that can be considered traumatic. You know, it might be like little things that we don't even think of, but then they can compile, especially if we're not taught the awareness around it, right? Mm -hmm. Like if we're not taught how to become aware or how to move through our emotions and all these things that I believe we're really transitioning into now. Right. um, But typically up, up until now, hadn't really been taught or addressed, you know, and if that's, if all those are stuck in there, which help create, because when we get into the subconscious mind and the subconscious programming, they help create our patterns, our limited beliefs, the paradigms and um. And then it helps you also, as you go in and do that, because what is the story we're telling ourselves? You know, like language is really powerful. And I think most of us are completely like, I think a lot of people can be, I know I was completely unaware of the language I was using with myself until Mm. other people started pointing it out. Like you would always point it out in coaching calls up until now. And then like, I, I started using that. And I remember even, um, I remember saying to my friend who would help hold me accountable. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't like, uh, there was a time where I felt really flustered and I'm like, I can't be a mom and have a job and do all these things. Right. Like, cause it felt so overwhelming. Yeah. And she looked at me and she's like, what do you mean you can't do them? She's like, you're already doing it. But by telling yourself, you can't do it. Now you're creating all this tension and frustration and now you're frustrated with your child. And, and it was true. And it's not that Mm. I was ever frustrated with him, but it's like, you start to feel all this overwhelm because you're creating extra um, constriction for yourself. And instead of helping by like, just the language we use really can create expansion in our lives because it's also energy and frequency. (laughs)
0: 100%. There's so much that you shared, I'm like, oh my God, like we need (laughs) like 10, 15 minutes on each of the sentences you just shared in the last like five minutes, (laughs) because it's all important, but like, I want to circle back to like, really start grounding into what you were speaking about of like that, how healing was something that you didn't realize that was the key. It sounds like the key to really unlock and open up like more of your own latent powers, because yes. like you, and then just to clarify or just remind, you know, people listening of like, you know, you coach with me, like yes. we went through many programs of coaching together and yes. within that time, at least the first you know handful of months. You had a vision, but weren't feeling really connected with it, which is very common. Mm -hmm. Like you can have an idea or dream of what you want to create. It could be even written down in a list or actually written down in a vision statement. Like I teach all my clients, but like, there's still a level of connecting with that vision that has to be done, obviously, to be able to embody that vibration, to embody that person, to, to in essence, act as if you were that person now. Uh, But if there's some blocks or some, uh, trauma, as you, you say, is like different things that hold us back that are there. Then like, you can't really ground in that. And that's something I didn't really realize for myself. Um, because I, I, for most of my, like, you know, what I was trained in and how I coach is like, just straight up connect with the vision. Yes. We work with like, you know, shifting limiting beliefs and stories and forgiveness, but it wasn't as deep as you've done this yourself. And I think it's more intentional, maybe it's a different way of putting it, but like just giving yourself again, that space. But so anyway, you tell me, I'd love to hear from you of like what your experience was with that, of like having, or what that healing process was like to then be able to really connect with the vision at a deeper level.
1: You know, um, it's amazing because the way I really connect with my vision now is through meditation. Um, Mm. personally, that's what works best for me. So, and it like hit me one day, like after all of this, that I was doing my meditations regularly. And um, I was doing a Dr. Joe meditation of like the future, like how Mm -hmm. he like helps take you into the future. And there was this moment where it was like what started happening and it, I would like have a scene, like you call it a scaffolding image, but so like, it would basically be a scene would start happening in my meditation. And it was like, I, I knew like, there's a, there's a version of me that is literally there mm. and um, connecting with it. And I know brain heart coherence. I know you and Chris have definitely talked about this. So it was like, I finally understood what that meant the brain and the heart coherence, because like, I was in this, this, vi- like my vision at mm. a point in time. And I just felt so much love and so much like just happiness. And so like in this way where I was like, I came out of it. Like, I'm like, I was crying, you know, like it was like so many emotions and I'm like, right. And that was what made the difference because I was, I had went in and healed those things. I healed those, those blocks and I started becoming aware of them. And
2: Mm.
1: let me clarify, like the more I learn, the more I realize I know nothing, you know, like (laughs) that statement, like, so there's, and the journey is never ending. So there's always going to be ways to go in deeper and to become more aware and, and heal more. Um, but the beautiful thing about it is that once you really get past, like, I would say, like the major things, right, and really start shifting those paradigms, you see the world so differently that you connect with it in a different way.
2: Mm.
1: What used to seem maybe like awful or what used to maybe like however we would label things, um, it just it just shifts, right? Like you start to, at least for me, like I start to find the beauty and like things that it can be so simple. Like the, the birds are chirping in the background right now. And I love it. Like that just brings me so much peace or maybe people didn't always like cloudy days, but like, I'll see a rainy or cloudy day now. And I'm like, Oh, maybe my son can go out and play in the rain today and that'll make him happy. Like little things that just start to shift, let alone big things that are like, I started to recognize that because I went in and did that work, my whole family dynamic changed. Um, even my, my son and my niece are they're so funny like they make jokes and they're like you know back before you got all zen in life you know like they'll do these jokes with me and I'm like but I'm like these things are changing massively in my life and that's how it's helped me to connect with this vision and one day I also used to have vision boards like I've done that and I remember walking in my hallway looking at the vision board and I was like oh my goodness, like it clicked. Like, I'm like, I did that already. I did that already. And it's like, because when you're really applying the work, you're just, you're just living your everyday life. Right. Right. You're just, just continuing it. It's not like, I think sometimes people can look at manifestation or shifting or people who have already accomplished the thing and, and think that they're like, what do we talk about? Like you almost put people up on this pedestal, like they unintentionally. Yeah. But When you're just going about your daily work in a different way, and then all of a sudden you can look around you and be like, oh, wow, I have done it, you know, like grounding it in this different way. That is like, just this, like, to me, peaceful and soothing. So then, yeah, you can connect with your vision. And then that's where the fun really comes in because your vision starts to change. You know what I mean? You're always up-leveling them. And then you can look at maybe one that you did in the beginning and you're like, that wasn't grand enough. We're going to go bigger now. Or just yeah. like you start having a lot more fun with it. Or it shifts so much. And that's the other beautiful thing because as long as we're alive, we're always growing, we're always evolving. Mm. And that's the beauty in it. <laughs> did I answer that question entirely?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm almost, or to, to the full extent, yeah. I have one like other thing I want to hear more from because like you're sharing about how like when you, really like, like heal and shift these like bigger things, then it's much easier to connect with the vision. And which thank you for sharing. Like, I mean, just what you did. Cause like, clearly like there's that space now for you to like really dive deeper within the, the vision. And obviously like the creation of that, since you've already created some of them, but the final, like the main point I wanted to hear from you was like that main, like, what is a major thing that you did shift? What was a major thing that you did heal? And like, Then maybe even just like a quick new, like one way you did work on healing that. Cause I'm sure, you know, there's a dozen different things that all put it, went together to heal it, Mm -hmm. but what was like, yeah, that one, a major thing that helped like healed for you. And then what, yeah. What'd you do?
1: Forgiveness. I've really, it was a lot of forgiveness work. Um, For who? Forgiveness with family. Mm. Um, And even more forgiveness with my ex husband. And it's not that I necessarily like using, uh, if anyone hasn't heard of Pono Pono, it's like the the prayer, like, um, off the top of my head, of course, like, I'm but
2: it's,
0: it's the four, still, there's, I mean, four words. sentences is yes. I, I, I forgive you. I love you. Or I'm, I, I'm sorry. And thank you. I, it might yeah. be in a different order, yeah, but those four sentences. Yeah.
1: And, and the beautiful thing about forgiveness work is you don't necessarily have to have these conversations with people. Um, I think sometimes people think that you have to, you know, address it if that resonates with you, by all means, and if you feel like you can do it, but um, I did all my forgiveness work through like meditation and using Mm. the Ho'oponopono practice and even visualizing um, being able to like, share myself in a different way and feel seen, and Mm. because you're just generating a state right, you're generating a different energy, and it's not easy. I'm going to say that. There's no parts of it that are easy. Um, but it's amazing those shifts that happen. So between the forgiveness work and the other part is also accountability. Because I finally looked around me at one point and was like, you know, I can't help what happened to me in childhood. I cannot. But I'm an adult now. And this is my responsibility to not respond in childlike ways anymore, right. just because I might have been taught that. And that is some of the hardest work in the world is to really take an inner look and go, you know what? I definitely do X, Y, and Z. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I, right. and that's not conducive. It's not healthy. It's not expansive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to go in. So between those two practices alone, um, every conversation I started having with my family after that became, uh, it became so different in the dynamic that alone I I am really grateful for. Um Mm. very, very grateful for. My my brother had even said once to me, um, because I think like I'm the I'm the person practicing all of this. So like I'm the I'm like kind of like the oddball in my family, quote unquote. But um (laughs) so he he even said, and this was like a high compliment for me um in that dynamic, he's like, I notice the differences, like I notice the shifts in you, like I see. I finally see like what you've been talking about. Like you just mm. because you're no longer just speaking, you're just doing, you're just acting, you're right. expressing in a different way. So yeah, the accountability piece and the forgiveness piece was huge for mm. me. And being able to recognize, like, I see why my family does these things now. I see why we right. did these things for so long. And It's okay. They and Mm -hmm. when you can start to look at people and understand they didn't know any better, just like you didn't know any better. You have a whole new level of compassion, and you stop taking everything so personally all the time.
0: Right, Rachel. Have you read the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz? I
1: haven't actually yet. Isn't that okay? (laughs)
0: That's that's funny because that the exact phrase you just used is the first agreement. Is oh no, I'm sorry. The second agreement: don't take anything personally.
1: that's the biggest lesson I've learned in life is that whatever anyone else does is not a reflection of me. And it's a reflection of them, but I can give them space because I didn't know once. So, you know, others don't know. That's why we're here doing this work, you know,
0: a hundred percent, which in my mind, it all comes back to ourselves. You know, like it's actually not about like what other, someone else has done or someone else has said, or, Like you said, like your childhood, your brought bringing, like it actually doesn't matter. I mean, to a degree it does, because obviously that's formed who you are. It's shaped who you are by means of the programming and just the subconscious patterns you have. But it actually doesn't matter to who you can be in this present moment and who you will become as you move forward in sequential present moment times and the choices that you make and the awareness or the accountability that you, you take, you know?
1: Yes.
0: So it's incredible. I mean, yeah. the power of that. It's incredible.
1: It's very powerful because also if you really dive in without getting too esoteric, you know, if we know that we're spiritual beings having a human body experience in many ways, we could even say that we signed up for a lot of these things. Before right. We came here, you know what I mean? And some yes. people might hear that and be like, you're crazy. I never mm. would have signed." and I'm like, listen, I would have said the same thing at one point if somebody would have told me, but yeah, from just doing the work, it's like, you can see, you can take everything and see it as an opportunity. I mean, not everything will always feel like a blessing and maybe in the moment isn't, but there's an opportunity there for something, you know? Yep. Um, I forget the exact phrase you use, Kevin. Um, I know there's a phrase you use.
0: In particular to like what you just said. Yeah, but
1: I just said. um...
0: I'm not sure exactly. I mean, exact words, but like, I mean, I do say that. It's like that there's that opportunity or is it the quote from Mary that con- the content of your life is the curriculum of your evolution?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Cuz I mean that's 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 what you're saying. Like Yes, basically. <laughs> basically. Yeah. And
1: and that's the beauty of it too, like once you can really shift, but like you and I could talk on this all day long until right. you start really applying that. It's just a concept that sounds exactly. pretty but it's not the same as like really integrating that into who you are. Yep. To become who you were always meant to be, like who you really are at your essence, like who is the the higher self, the spiritual you at your core, not Mm. the conditioning from your childhood, not the ancestral patterns that have been passed down, not any outside circumstance and anything like that. Who are you? Right. Really? You know what I mean? And as you shed all that, then you get the opportunity to just be the most authentic version of yourself. And that's beautiful.
0: Mm -hmm. That's beautifully said. <laughs> I think and I think that would be a perfect transition to sharing this workshop we have coming up because like yeah. you said it hearing this even just on this podcast like I notice a part of me like cuz for what you and I Rachel know and what we've done like a part of me I'm like ah oh, but like this is not it mm-hmm. like I'm but there's no way of talking about it to actually get to the core of it yeah. because it's an application of it, it right is. it's it's not about the words that we're saying or Like, yes, they're tools or uh, your story is amazing and that it can share and shed some light, but you listening, you have to work on applying this into your life. And that can be very difficult and even sometimes downright scary. And so (laughs) I mean, I know for sure myself, like I, I was about a year and a half or two years before I started working with my mentor, Mary, back in 2014. That I was reading a bunch of books and I was watching YouTube videos and was really actually like gaining the knowledge, head knowledge, intellectual knowledge, the conscious knowledge or awareness, but I hadn't translate that translated that into a different subconscious pattern because I wasn't being held accountable. I wasn't having that kind of space. Cause I didn't, I didn't even know how to give myself that space. So anyway, that's why we're, we've, we're created this workshop that we have coming up at the end of May. Um, so I'd love for you to start sharing first, like what you see this as Rachel. I mean, I know I started to go into that, but.
1: I see it as an opportunity to create first a a space to be, to be seen, to be heard Mm. and to feel, to really just feel whatever it is that comes up. Um, because it's so important for us to move through our feelings, um, or else that stuff also gets stored in the body and it shows up in different ways later on for us, um, and an opportunity to create a community also of like-minded people where you come together because we have, like, yes, Kevin, we can help people, but the, the the importance of community, like us helping and then fostering a community is so important because right. isn't that what everyone wants to see? It wants us to have, be seen and feel heard and just feel loved, right? For who they yeah. are, not who anyone thinks they should be, but for who we are at our core. Yes. And That's what I see this as an opportunity to do and to create a space to start that healing journey.
0: Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. So while we're talking about it, we, I realized we hadn't, we hadn't even given the name yet. So this event, it's a, it's three to four, or it's actually four hours. That's what we're planning on. Um, might be a little bit shorter than that, but yeah, four full hours on a Saturday, it's Saturday, May 28th, Mm -hmm. and we're calling it soul builder live really what we're doing is, is becoming a greater version of who we're meant to be and, and just growing in essence, our soul really like it's sure. It's, it's, it's great with the results that you'll create by means of the work that we're going to do at this workshop, but it's really who you become. That's what we're going to be creating or working on. So yeah, it's full four hour event. It's free, by the way. Um, you can click the link in the description of this episode, or just go to soulbuilderlive.com and you could register again. It's free. It's a four hour workshop. And happening at the end of this month, May 28th and yeah, Rachel and I will be there. We'll be guiding you through many different exercises, like journaling exercises, time to share with the people that are at that event with you. So we're going to all be on zoom. And so we're going to be able to see each other on video and connect in just deeper ways. Mm -hmm. And of course, Rachel and I are going to share with you the specific tools that we use Mm -hmm. so that you can apply them. I mean, first off in the event, but then you can take them with you and just continue on using them in your life so that. You have kind of like a framework in essence to do the deeper healing work, as well as to connect deeper with a vision, like what you would really love for your life. Like if you don't even have that, or if you do have that and you feel like you want deeper connection with it, this is an absolute space for, for that as well, because we're, we're going to be working on both of those. It's the, the healing and the vision. And as those two come together, it's just magic that is created.
1: Absolutely. And just to say too, when you're doing this work, it's not easy definitely not easy. Things come up, things will come up and that's okay. And that's why we're doing it so that you have exactly. space and we're here. And, you know, Kevin and I, I really love about Kevin and I is that we're such a great combination of kind of like that holding space and can feel like, you know, we can have serious conversation while being fun as well. So, and fun is a part of it. And right. that, you know, it's a big part, part of it, being creative and letting yourself feel as well.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's meant to be fun. Like, I mean, maybe not at certain times because yes. <laughs> I was going to say like, literally when you were saying like, yeah, like things are going to come up. I was like, in my mind, I'm like, bring tissues. It's going to be yes. okay. Like you might cry. That's okay. But that's, that's a part of the process. Like tears, tears, actually, this is scientifically proven that when you cry, it's actually very cathartic. Like it, the release, and I'm pretty sure it's something to do with actual salt content within your tears. Okay that it actually releases some of like the, um, the salts, so that your, your body is a little bit more, um, I don't know, like it is in a better state of equilibrium, if you will. I I don't know the exact, like, you know, exactly what happens, but I, I know there's some scientific research on that, that crying is actually very helpful. So
1: have you ever had a really good cry? And then afterwards you're like, okay, cool. Now I can go, like, I can go conquer the day now. Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally, like I'll give you an example. literally, I cried last night. i like I'm still in uh, if if you listen to the podcast frequently enough, you' probably heard me say that I'm in fight school. I'm in like training to get my private pilot's license. and my next exam is coming up in a couple of days, and like I was feeling overwhelmed and like a lot of things going on, and I'm like, i I just cried for like it was only like thirty seconds. like, let's a uh, handful of tears out and I, and I was like, all right, back to studying. I'm good. <laughs> like <laughs> it was perfect, <laughs>
1: yeah. I literally did it to you yesterday. We were yeah. having a conversation and you know, just like the my everyday stuff too with like mom stuff and just juggling right. and then I cried and then I looked at you and I was like, "Okay, I'm good now." Thank yep. you. Yep.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Which I think that's I mean for both of us this is a perfect example of like that the work doesn't end, you know? Mm-hmm. And and actually I think that makes it even more powerful because I think at least in what I've experienced over the last 8 years in the personal development industry, um now more into the spiritual, you know, development and awakening like there are a lot of people that put on a front you know like that they're they're being a certain person to portray a certain way of living or like a certain way of life that like like oh i've got this all together you know like i know i know what to do like let me teach you so that it's like the guru basically it's like like, like i've got this like life is life is not an enigma to me like it's i know everything and not that even anyone really i don't think anyone yeah. really does believe that they know everything but like there's a kind of energy that's shared within a certain event or sh- uh, even just a video on YouTube, like on YouTube or Instagram, whatever, mm-hmm. but you can feel that. And so I, am I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you, Rachel, for being authentic and just showing up. Cause that's, I feel like it's the only way to really do this work at a deep level, especially the healing part. Cause yeah. if, if we're human, we're all human, yes. we all need that kind of space. And so um, to think that even someone can, sh- who's can share that like Rachel and I, uh, that we're perfect, that we don't have the, that we're, we don't go through shit ourselves. That's a lie. Like, and <laughs> I feel like that is just so inauthentic if if that's the case. So
1: I agree. And I'm really grateful to you too, Kevin. So thank you. It's, I mean, I choose, I choose the real stuff, right? Like, you know, right. that's how I feel. Let's, let's do the, authentic- that's the authenticity of it. You know, exactly. We're all learning and growing no matter what.
0: hundred percent. Yeah. So to end that off, let's get real. Join us at the yes. event, Soul Builder Live. <laughs> um, we're, we're, yeah, four hours deep dive, getting real, healing and visioning. So uh, again, you can click the link in the description, sign up for it. It's free four hours, Saturday, 20, May 28th. Um, and we'll see you there.
1: Yep. See you soon.
0: And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast or Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.